I've had a great many people show me that clearly one of the most misleading and misunderstood hidden concepts that blocks them from having a better understanding and feeling closer to God and his history with mankind and creation of our universe. People have often shown me that one of the roots of their feelings of disconnect from God is in fact time or rather the way that we think about time. You know, we're born into this world and progress through it all the way to our deaths. It's one of our absolutes when we make the natural calculations before decisions are made. Time will progress forward. We will always be older. Time stops for no man. You're not getting any younger. It goes without saying. So we rarely think about time. Not objectively. It's become ingrained in us and we're completely submerged in it. It's something that human race has dealt with since the dawn of, well, you know. But God would exist outside of time. He's the beginning, middle, and the end. He's not ruled by time. Is a computer programmer ruled and governed in his everyday life by the rules that he writes in his own code? But that makes sense. I mean, when you ask him for help, how often is it that things that you had ultimately no idea would lead to your help were already in motion before you asked for help? God is infinitely clever in the ways that he guides help to us, like trick shots, but with a near infinite amount of variations to consider. I don't know how many of you have gone through this, but I sometimes am able to catch the back trail on how help arrived. And <laughs> several times it's been one of those things where help began the journey to me before I even asked for it. And I don't think that was so much an idea of God saying, yeah, he's going to want help with this, but... It, it might be, who knows, but in certain situations, I think it may have been I asked for help, kind of, just kind of reached back, made an adjustment, help arrived. I guess the point I'm getting at is that he would exist differently than us in time and would have significantly more control in where he, or rather when he, made interventions or acted God is infinitely clever, and we constantly do him a disservice by trying to fit him into this box that we made for him that, well, God couldn't do that. Well, we don't have an inkling of what God could do. Imagine God making small changes to the world and its events, not as we do, as they happen, but as an artist changing different parts of a sculpture which represents the whole of our existence throughout time. God knows every atom in your body because even as science and physics teach us, every single atom in this universe was part of a singularity, a single point in space, and we had the entirety of our existence spring from that one point. God said, let there be light, and there was the brightest light that could ever exist, the Big Bang. God knows every possible path you can pick and watches your future change with every decision. Suffice it to say, God knows what you're going through. God knows that you have to face down demons. God knows that you aren't always going to be aware of your struggles with them, nor will there always be a struggle. 
We can be pretty complacent when we sin, especially at a time when survival has seemingly been conquered and our focus seems to be entertainment. Why does go hand in hand? For, for me, when I think sinful, mainly I think of the things that disconnect us from one another. I think of the things that harm your neighbor, that teach humanity to distrust, that further separate us from each other. And we can be so much better than that. And God knows it. <laughs> and God understands things about us inside and out better than we ever will. But we will never be fully aware of God, nor his intentions, or his methods, nor much more than an iota of his majesty when we are confined in these bodies. Understanding cannot happen while we are still in this world of that which has form. The human mind is just too limited to comprehend it, and our physical senses are just too constrained to provide context. Our senses have only ever experienced the world of that which has form. It isn't until we leave this form and spread out a bit after the death of our bodies that we're going to be able to understand more of it. So even the concept of understanding is a physical concept. While we're here in these bodies, we will never be able to understand God or how everything works. True, I laid out a pretty solid logical roadmap in my book and on the podcast, but you will never have everything you need to know for certain. It's never going to be 100%. And so we come to the three most important aspects of our relationship with God. He doesn't ask us for our understanding or for us to know for certain, because he knows that those are impossible tasks. He instead asks the first of the most important aspects, that we believe in him without that absolute proof. He doesn't ask us to know the outcome of every possible decision and to choose that which will have the least negative effects in the long run for everybody because he knows we can't see that far ahead. We can only guess and predict. Instead, he asks the other two most important aspects. He asks that we are kind to each other, that we do for each other, that we act from love, and that we bond and connect because regardless of what lies ahead in the hidden future that hides one second away from the noses on our face, acting from these motivations resonates through us and it amplifies. And it's something that without ever having to apply objective thought to it, we inherently know how to be good. We understand it at our cores. And the third of the most important aspects of our relationship with God is that we trust him. As I said before, you can't understand him. And motivations are a human concept that is far below God's complexities. So we can't know his motivations or where he will lead you if you elect to follow his lead. So he asks faith of us for us to trust that he will care for you, that he won't reject or betray or harm you. I believe that the way that we exist in time acts as a pretty solid disruptor 
of these things. So please try to remain aware that all that has happened is there right now. It's just as real as this moment or this moment or this one. It's, it's just as forgive the pun present and all those possible paths that we might yet still choose. They are there already, moving and shifting and changing as each decision is taken and each action is made. And God is the only one that knows all that came before and where are all the paths ahead of us individually lead. Let go of the thought that we know what best to choose. Make your decisions and acts out of a place of love and generosity and patience and understand that we can't understand and just believe in God. And by way of that, put your trust in Him. It's the only way to live that makes sense. <laughs>